This is the Podcast Terbia Weekly Blacklist Podcast. For this episode, The Front, number 74. I'm Brian, he's Dave, and I feel like I just watched the longest episode ever. I, I seriously didn't get that at all. Um, and I don't think it was a bad thing. I just felt like this, this, this episode felt so long, and uh, even my wife who was watching it with me kept looking at the clock saying, I can't believe there's still 20 minutes to go. It just felt like a really long episode. Like there was so much happening. You didn't get that sense? No, not at all. And um, so I have, and I've told you, I've told, talked about this on here before. I have this this thing that I frequently do with with the show um, that I actually won't start watching until it, it's on nine fifteen local time here in, in Central Time. Uh, I won't start, or excuse me, that's on at nine. I won't start watching until about nine fifteen, and then I can DVR through the commercials um, unless there's a Tom commercial. Then I watch those. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there haven't been. No. Um, and I didn't do that this time, so I watched it, you know, real time, the the whole thing. So you would think that would make it seem longer, right? Uh, but no, I I I think it felt uh, really good, really well paced. I was confused as all hell. <laughs> I, this is the most confusing episode. What confused you? Um. So, I guess we learned that the. And we actually learned this from the preview for next week. The the door is something Lizzie is keeping something behind. Right. <gasps> She's got Tom behind the door. Well, we had a listener say that uh, t- uh, Tom, our listener, uh, said the same thing uh, on Facebook. Did- he made a post uh, saying that that was his uh, thought was that uh, this is uh, – Tom behind the door. And it made me think, once he said that, uh, I thought about that all week, and then I started kind of looking at the scenes with it, and I started to think, you know what? And I, I, I feel like now that I'm wrong, but at the, early in the early in the episode, I thought, these scenes of Lizzie in front of the door aren't happening in real time with the rest of the show. They're happening two months from now. It's like a flash-forward sequence um, where she's, you know, we haven't seen her capture Tom yet. But we're see, and I I would think that would be a kind of a neat written thing to confuse us. When did when did a listener tell us this? Did I read this? It was on Facebook earlier in the week. So I know I know we had a Facebook talking about the door, but I must have totally misunderstood. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the 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 theory and and um, you know, my wife said the same thing. She thinks Tom's behind the door. I think the fact that a lot of people think Tom is behind the door means Tom's not behind the door. That's that's <laughs> that's it. Um, okay, so more confusion. The key at the end. Did I miss miss something on the key? Uh, again, either that's well, that could support my. I don't know. Was the key that Lizzie had for this door a normal key? Yeah, it was a normal tumble okay. key. Okay, no. I, I didn't know that first. Okay, yeah. So the key he found uh, is probably has something to do with. Well, it, it might have something to do with him finding. I don't know the home movies. Well, okay, which is fine. But he knew the girl had the key. You haven't told him yet. I mean, right, this right. is all stuff that's gonna that's gonna come out, right? Sure. I, I get that. Even though she's dead now. Uh, yeah, and you know, I kind of blame Red for that one. Um, you know what I mean? He he left her there to die. Yeah, he left him. He left them both there, and that's one you want to see him go to justice. Uh, although the problem is, is that kind of guy is extremely charismatic and could have swayed an entire prison block, right? Sure. Yeah, he could get it all going again from the inside. So. Mm-hmm. Like and I don't. I've heard this. I've you know never read anything on about you know they can take the most 
uh, hardened criminal and put him in a cell with Charles Manson and they come out, you know, mewing like a pussycat. You know, I mean, it's just Manson's just that kind of right. And just even in his insanity is just very, uh, very charismatic. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and we... he, maybe he did his favor. I don't know. It was a little. I don't know. Red kind of made me mad in this one to some extent. Although looking back now, I just realized he did it on a pur- uh, on purpose. You know, it was the, uh, the, 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 the well, there you have it. You know, that was not the time to be cryptic, uh, right? <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Granted, he was trying to get there first and still give them the the stuff, but right. Yeah, I mean, he got the cure. He got the. Uh... Yeah, this is the uh, in in the time where we're at right now in the uh, world with the Ebola uh, scare. This was almost appropriate because I mean, this was written before the the Ebola scare is fairly recent in America. Probably written months ago and recorded. It's really interesting that this is mimicking real life in some sense. That people are afraid, you know, people getting on planes and uh, and. spreading uh something worldwide like this and you have an episode like this it's not like they wrote this episode you know a couple weeks ago to try to have you know rip from the headlines type episode this was probably written some point last year or in the off season so yeah it's interesting that that was the route uh that this episode took but uh neat show for that uh, fact there was a lot of different things i was pulling from this it had that uh contagion outbreak feel one of those movies with the virus there was a huge national treasure feel. Yeah, uh, the movie, uh, Nicholas Cage movies, right I, down to the Trinity Church, which was in the first one. So there was just like a lot of little pulls from movies, and maybe that's why the episode seemed can, longer to me. They go into it with no backup. Again, Seriously, what is wrong <laughs> with them? This it's New York City. They can get police outside that building really, really fast. Um, and do you feel that do you feel that was not a character scene for her all of a sudden that she doesn't now she's all of a sudden doesn't I, yep. shoot the guy I mean I, f- I feel like we can't get a read on her what kind of character is she shoot him big capital letter right. shoot him. <laughs> I mean it was really like what the hell this is the you know the 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 ethics question is it you know sacrifice yourself to save millions you know that's that's a never hard question the question is is do you sacrifice someone else to save millions right. this was a Z. This was an easy fix. Um, sure. And and, yeah. and he got her caught, as they make fun of in the um, movie Incredibles, got her monologuing, or he got monologuing, and uh, she got yeah. kind of drawn into it and uh, was distracted so that, you know, his uh, assistant there can come up behind her and knock her out. And then it seemed like uh, Wrestler was, like, right there. So it's like how... Why wasn't he just running right beyond her after them? Uh, you know, correct again without backup every week. Incompetent FBI. I, I'm just really. I mean, I realize you know you you do what you got to do and you go in. That's I get that, but mm-hmm. you all. I mean, seriously. Right. Um. Good to do. Shoot him. Save him. <laughs> Uh, oh, so what uh, what picture did Reddington give Aram? I don't know. I, I almost don't think it's the picture of the girl that was in the... I agree. I don't know if it's the picture of the girl that was in the uh, DMV thing. Uh, no, but I think, I think it was the picture he pulled from 
the dude's picture book from yes. first. Yes, find uh, this girl. Yeah, because it was like yeah, this isn't really a whole lot to go on, but um, would they be different girls? Is this a different girl than I have to go back and compare the pictures? Then the uh, the Zoe D'Antonio is that what her name was? I don't know. Um, um, the one who was the uh, food truck lady that he was stalking at the end. It's implied to be his his daughter. Because he never said it. Like, everybody else is assuming that that's who he's after. Uh, right. Oh, no, I know. And he even says it to Lizzie. Why do you keep saying, you know... What do you, yeah, it was, it was really... It was the pronoun game, right? It's it was, about what, finding the woman. It's about finding the girl. It's not about finding my daughter. Um, and, you know, same thing last week. Uh, uh, Naomi, his ex there, referred to this Jennifer as her daughter, not their daughter. So, you know, we don't know uh, yet if this is it. And the video seemed, uh, the the whole movie sequence seemed to kind of be uh, misleading in a sense because it it starts with Red holding uh, Lizzie's hand in the hospital room. And he's, well, and then kind of transitions to him watching, having this feel-good moment watching these home videos, then transitions to him with the girl in the food truck is this movie of this home video girl, Lizzie or the girl in the food truck, or neither. You know, it, it felt like it was intended to be it's trying to make you sequenced think. that way to make you confused, which I'm all for. Uh, oh, no, agreed. Um, what, was, what was our final thing last year? Lizzie was not the daughter. That's what we said last year, right? Right. I, I still think it, because it's, it's, it, it can't be. <laughs> So I think they're giving it to us so much that she is, and then teasing us that, okay, maybe she isn't. I don't know which route they're going to go. I, I really, I, I think we're in agreement that we almost don't want her to be. But at the same time, I, I'm almost getting to the point where I wouldn't de- be disappointed if she was. You know, they've done a DNA test on Lizzie. Have they done one on Reddington? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. You'd think they have the, what they need to do it. Sure. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm not aware of them doing one from an episode. He was arrested by the FBI. They have cataloged his DNA. Right. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. They've got it. Have they had the reason yet to... They don't need it. Have they but had the, the reason yet, though, to compare the, the two? Lizzie doesn't need a reason. She nope. would do it just to, just to eliminate it, because she's already asked him. She has asked him, yep. And But she doesn't believe him. You know, rule one, right? The doctor lies. Excuse me, red lies. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. No, you're right. And uh, although he's I'm, never lied to her, so no, that's what he says, which is BS. Um, yeah, yeah. God, a lot's no. going in there. Uh, but we know. Here, here's the other thing about the door. I mean, the door opened. This gigantic man comes out, and she wants to go in the door. But he makes it seem like he's been guarding it and not letting her. Who's this guy? You know, what is going on in that door? And we have no idea. (laughs) I mean, next week, I mean, obviously they say next week it will be revealed, which means it won't. Uh, Does he speak easy? Yeah, exactly. It'll be nothing. (laughs) Uh, I did like Aram's, I'm jumping around all over the place here, Aram's little subtle... Oops, I just told you that Red told me something I wasn't supposed to tell. I mean, it, was, it was like subtle, but not like... I know, I wrote that down. I'm like, he... he. 
make himself feel better about accidentally spill it, you know? <laughs> right. He, he got, cause it was, it was kind of out of character for him to, even though he is kind of that nice guy who would give you a pet on the back if you're feeling bad, it seemed out of character that he'd go out of his way to tell her, Oh, don't worry. I've, I've seen you think on your feet. Unlike me with red. Oh, never mind. Yeah. It was, it was pretty lame, uh, but uh, obviously intentional. Uh, uh- but cool that Red's kind of enlisting him to work for him again. Uh, he's used him a few times in the past and uh, knows his skills and, and kind of draws on that when he needs to. It, I'm going to do a new segment, the character I heart of the week. I, I heart Arm this week just for hey. that. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. I can do a heart I'm doing with my hand on my chest for the list. <laughs> and he has a nice moment at the end with the... Uh... That was that was kind of cool. I don't know that it'll go anywhere, but it was, it was kind of cool. Oh, I knew it was going to be there, but it was... You know, they're building it up so that you know what they're going to do because, you know, perfect drama will do this is you're going to build up this relationship. Everybody wants to see everybody wants to see Arm happy with the Mossad girl and they'll they'll build them up to get them together. And one of them's going to die. Yeah, probably are. Honestly, exactly. Uh, Exactly. I I think that uh, I think that they're, they're setting us up so much to feel happy for him. We want him to have this happy relationship. Things are going well for him. He dies next week. That's, uh, I think it'll be next week, but they'll. Well, yeah, after after they finally get together, it'll be very soon thereafter. Right. Right now, it's just you know holding hands when she's on morphine, you know. So it's right. not. And they'll have a heartfelt hug um, as as he bleeds in her arms or something like that. That that's that's what's going to happen. Why not? Um, let's see here. We also have uh, one hell of an advanced lab for a bunch of hippies. No kidding. Uh, seriously, where did that super advanced lab come from? And one other thing about the hippies, no self-respecting terrorist drives a Prius. Um, granted, they're eco-terrorists, but still. They was, are, they, yeah, I was going to say they are eco-terrorists. <laughs> it's just really, I, mean, I think even like that level is like, oh, man, I can't do this. Um, sorry to all you Prius drivers that are listening to us on your drive-in. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> but what, you know, assuming our listeners are not uh crazies like that guys so. <laughs> listeners are not self-respecting terrorists i don't actually there's such a thing as that but anyway right <laughs> but uh uh okay then moving along lizzie uh seeing a psychiatrist but not i love her stunt double um oh yeah yeah uh-huh. she has the uh i don't know wherever lizzie's going obviously probably just sit in front of the door and stare at it uh, yeah. she has the, uh, girl, uh, stand in for her at her psych sessions and, uh, even in her room undressing to, uh, tease the sniper guy across the way. Uh-huh. They did find a woman though, who does uh, match her quite well. So, cause even when, uh, you knew it wasn't her, but, uh, even, uh, zooming in a little bit, you can definitely tell that, uh, good double. Marking off on this stuff. Apophistrain, pneumonic plague, um, advanced lab for hippies. <laughs> uh, oh, gotta say it for our friend Sam who doesn't listen to us, but that's not Dulles. That was totally not Dulles Airport. Oh, no, that wasn't Dulles either. Uh, we said this last week. It's an, it's an inside joke with Brian and I and our friend Sam that's going back, what, 20 years almost. But Correct. I'll, I'll explain. It goes back to the movie Die Hard 2 where... Uh, 
the uh, it was obviously not Dulles, but it was claimed to be Dulles constantly, and it really bothered our friend Sam that uh, that was that was Dulles. Yeah, he was really angry about it uh, because he's like, it's that's not really Dulles, and we're like, we know it's just a movie. So it, it became a running gag anytime Dulles is in a movie, we have to say it's not it, even if it is. Um, we also uh, oh gosh, yeah, that in that whole uh, airport scene. Does anybody check in at the counter anymore? I mean, what was there a line at that? I've flown a few times lately and don't recall lines at the ticket counter at the gate. Because everything's electronic. Everybody's got boarding passes uh, now. Uh, it just seemed a little that, odd that he had like, this long line to wait in. Board. That's what it looked like to me. Which oh. is, that that line looked fine. Oh, it looked um, like he was, no, it looked like he was in a line at the counter, not at the, not the board. Yeah, but, but. The, but the line at the counter, it's the, it's like right next to the gate. It's, okay. I didn't look like they were trying to get to the counter. I mean, I, I wasn't paying that much attention. Um, but you knew his, uh, his battle with, um, mnemonic play. Yes. With the agent. Yeah. Oh God. And it's the makeup actually was really good showing that. I mean, you really wanted to like, you know, pick that thing off or. Yeah. Pop it. I mean, they they did a good job with the makeup for that. Um, Lizzie feels possessive of Red, especially in the uh, him talking about finding his daughter again. She th- believes it's he's finding his daughter. He's just finding that woman or that girl. Uh, it's just a what is this? I mean, because she well, can't he, she can't stand. He's the bane of her existence, but at the same time, she uh, she's jealous. Yeah, uh, and and he did call it earlier in the episode. Right. She got a, she got defensive when he called that. So, well, he makes her feel special, right? Because mm-hmm. she gets to be kind of the center of attention at the FBI, and everything has to. He's obviously, you know, the the big celebrity, and she is celebrity by proxy. Sure. Uh, well, and they even it was commented on about how they are. Yeah, everybody's talking about it. Everybody wonders what is it about her that this you know number one. FBI most wanted guy has for her. Uh, why is she so special that uh, he's focusing all his attention towards her? And maybe we'll know soon. Yeah, it fails the Bechtel test, but, you know, it happens. That conversation was kind of cool. You know what the Bechtel test is? What's that? So it's this theory that in television and film, um, if two women are ever talking to each other, they will always be talking about a man. Hmm. Um, and, the, you know, the funny, when I read this at that time, the only, the, that the author wrote about, like the only movie that the author, who was, who was a woman, had ever seen where two women were talking to each other and weren't talking about a man was between Ripley and Newt from Aliens. Huh. <laughs> uh, and if you think about it, and seriously, go through and watch it. Apparently the, uh, what was the... Um, what was the movie that just came out with uh, – uh, this is more appropriate for a regular podcast and not this, but it's you know still failed the Bechtel test. The movie that came out with uh, – talking about the hunting down Osama bin Laden. Okay. Zero Dark 30. Apparently like that, that yeah. one passed the, the Bechtel test. Huh, uh, okay. So it got a lot of praise for it. Uh, but if you think about it, anytime there's two women talking, they're always talking about a man. Interesting. It's a very it's a very interesting thing to to watch for, uh, it's, you know it's part of the formula, right? Uh, and it, but it's also very rare that you'll 
kind of get two women talking alone without someone else in the room anyway. Okay. It gets really gets really uh, weird like that. Uh, but I was actually hoping they were going to just pass it, you know, because they were doing the baby. Right. They got Tom. I was like, okay, you know, it kind of fell there. And then they got into red. Yeah. So it's like, okay, whatever. Uh, well, and they have, I, they have a connection with that. So with the red thing, uh, obviously Lizzie knows that uh, she, she was placed in there by red to be on the team. Um, you know what I really, really liked about this episode, though? That they they had that conversation in the airport, but they didn't do any long drawn out where they both pass out. Right. <laughs> they just they had that conversation and they moved on. And the next time you see them, they're in the hospital. I, I was like, good. I don't want to see some long drawn out dramatic waiting to oh, see them hey, almost die and then they get saved. You gotta stay with me, you know. Right. And the the slow mo paramedics running up in the background, <laughs> you know. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, no that that last second they're Mumble finally fights. saved. Yeah, you know, they... the, the the mumbled arguments and no and pulling her away and yeah, they, they avoided all that because it was unnecessary and I was really I was actually really happy. Yeah, I actually <laughs> like that too. That all of a sudden we just jumped forward to them in the hospital, uh, Lizzie in the hospital, uh, looking at the uh, the babies, so she gets to see the baby. After she had just had that conversation about a baby, yeah, that's uh, that's foreshadowing somehow, right? I mean, really, like it's an interesting thing to throw in there because there is no man in her life, like at all, right? And she mentioned how she thought she had it all planned out. She was going to have the baby and the perfect husband and the and the perfect life, and uh, then he comes into her life and it all goes. To hell, so to speak. Um, yeah, could that be uh, something that you know? Maybe get back to the basics. You know, what was step one on her list? You know, have the baby. Maybe go back to that. Uh, but right, with no man in her life and the type of job she does, you know, single mom doesn't quite work. <laughs> right. Just uh, yeah, I don't know. It was it was like what's that? It's like I mean, I realize you're getting into a lot of her pain. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, it was a little different. It just felt a little... But it was somewhat... There was a lot of happy scenes through there. I mean, there was the happy music playing. There was, you know, Red is smiling, watching... No, that's... Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Oh, last thing. VPNs do not work like that. Uh, (laughs) Because he traced back uh, one of the things. Oh, yeah, yeah, I found an IP address that went to so-and-so, but he used to VPN, so I couldn't actually get him. Yeah, that's not how they work. Okay. Yeah, I was, you know, I, I missed that, but I'm glad you bring it up because you know tech and shows bugs me, and so they they gave some bad tech. Yeah, it was it was questionable tech. Okay. Uh, you know, especially the hippie and the Prius with the advanced error cell. You know, with the VPN. Right. Honestly. <laughs> the, the tracing of the rat hair. Um. Uh, <laughs> That was quick. We found rat hair, and we traced it down to this one strain that is only sold by two companies, and there's only been one sale to a non-pharmaceutical developer or university. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the FBI is just brilliant. They can bring up oh. anything with their supercomputers at any time. I mean, that is, that is true, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody much smarter than me once told me that those rats are bred very, very specifically for that purpose. They are. <laughs> <laughs> They absolutely are. Some can even be hairless. So that would have been the smarter route. Go with hairless rats and hairless mice. 
and then you don't have evidence. But uh, BPM Prius drive Prius driving hippies, right? So right. And <laughs> hippies at that. So um, yeah, they don't shave neck beards. So <laughs> uh, I got the only thing I don't have crossed off is uh, words I can't read. Um, well, we do know next week, uh, if, unless they're lying to us, she's going through the door. and Well, she's been through the door, but we now know we're going to see what's on the other side of the door. Uh, so we'd love to continue to hear. I have more. I have more. You have more. Red at the DMV was fantastic. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Red DMV scenes sharing the moment with the kid with the uh, gummy bear. Uh, <laughs> replaces the vending machine. Uh, oh, goodness. The I woman was... correcting the test needs to shower. Uh, yeah. Um, I get this weird feeling with him and this guy Glenn too, because I felt like at some point they they almost felt related, like he was. Be- well, he, so, so this was an interesting thing. He was talking about. He wasn't talking about my mother. He right. was talking about mother. Right. Very Norman Batesy. Yes. And and there is a. Uh, uh, okay, I, we're totally going off on tangents this week, but. So I was I was sitting at a train station years ago and list over list overhearing over listening to another uh, couple of gals talking about a man, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, but it was like one gal had just kind of started dating a new guy and she was talking about it. she's like yeah I can't I can't deal with it because he always talks about mother and the woman looks at him and goes oh no he's one of those like this is apparently like a common thing that. They were very aware of about men that don't talk about my mom or my mother. Right, it's mother. Um, huh. <laughs> you know, a very specific like stereotype of or archetype of man or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I kind of picked up on that right away about the the way he was referring to his whatever. Like, you should know who I'm talking about. I don't have to imply my mother. Everybody knows mother. Sure. Uh, you know. And. Uh, Oh, yeah. No, I was picking up on that because the way he was saying it first, I thought, and then the, they had a little bit of an exchange. I thought, okay, they're talking, they're, they start talking to each other. It was it's like brothers fighting. It was very familiar. Uh, right. Yes. But, but then, yeah, I started to think, okay, this is either code or, or whatnot. And then realizing that. Uh, I've just done this for so long. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. All right. Well. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Well, let us know what you think about moving forward. Uh, next week's going to be a, uh, finally a reveal. I know we've been teasing that for a couple of weeks because they've been teasing us. But it uh, looks like maybe we finally get some sort of reveal next week. I feel like we're going to have to wait till the dead end of that episode to find out what's behind that door. And we will see whoever's you know tied up in a chair or something like that, and then it'll go to black, and then we'll have to wait the next week to have the confrontation between that. Yeah, it'll be it'll be the silhouette of just someone hunched over in the chair with the single swinging light bulb over. Right, <laughs> and the face looks up, and you see this you know beaten you know, face with you know this glaring. Might recognize it, yeah. Right, that that's there's, how it's going to be. There's the broken tortoiseshell glasses next to it, right? So. Right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we'll see that next week. So let us know. Get on our Facebook uh, podcast, Derby. Uh, like us there, and uh, let us know uh, your thoughts. On it, you could also get us on uh, uh, Twitter uh, at Podcast Derbia. Love to hear your thoughts there. Uh, you can also uh, email us at uh, blacklist at podcastderbia.com. So that is all I have for this week for uh, the episode, the front number 74. We will talk to you all next week. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs>